Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistics professor gives you sports betting picks. This is college basketball. Saturday, March 2nd, Cousin Jared, our last giant Saturday slate of this season. Next Saturday will be large, but because we will be dealing with some of the conference tournaments, it will not be quite as large. Uh, as a trade-off, we will get a lot of Thursday and Friday day games, though, which will be a lot of fun for everybody. That will make up for it. But more importantly, um, happy Texas Independence Day for those mm -hmm. that celebrate. Yes, there you go. Uh, of course, uh, you know, we uh, thankfully we are we are getting this recording this on uh, March first uh, at eleven p.m. Eastern, so we're almost there. Yeah, and uh, so we we whoever watches this will will, will celebrate yeah. in its full glory for, for the full twenty four yes. hours. Um, we have uh, again, as always, another great Saturday slate, and um, you know, we'll we'll make note of a quick change, which is simply that. Uh, we've talked a long time about the wrong team favored games. And so uh, we're going to denote those officially as A grades. Uh, if you have a B grade wrong team favor, we're going to give that kind of the extra bump. And so that'll give us a few more A grade sides. So we'll see how that goes here as we wrap things up. Those have been our strongest plays. And so we're going to see if we can't roll with that. Uh, and, and, and really not much of a change there. Like those have generally been what we have been eyeing as the plays of the day all season. Yep. And, and yep. those have done well. So yep. a change in name only, I would say. Yep. Which is a perfect start, though, to this show because we're going to do Illinois Wisconsin here in an A grade side play on Illinois. It's a wrong team favored game model. Says Illinois wins this 63% of the time. Going on the road is not the easiest thing to do, but apparently playing basketball is not the easiest thing to do for Wisconsin as of late. They were looking so great and they've really struggled here uh, with regards to playing basketball as of late. They are home. It's about the only thing they've got going for them at this point. Illinois, fantastic on offense. Plus 118 is way too good to pass up here. Cousin Jared, what are your thoughts on this game? I look I look at Wisconsin, and I want to agree that they haven't played well lately. But when you look at who they've lost to, Nebraska, Purdue, Rutgers on the road, Iowa on the road. Uh, okay, the Indiana loss was, was pretty bad. I'll, I'll give you That's that. That's very bad. Um, but, like, I'm not – super concerned about Wisconsin, but you flip it around and I'll look at Illinois and it's like, well, Illinois has been playing better, but you look at who they've beaten Michigan, Maryland, Iowa, Minnesota. It's like, that's not exactly the murderer's row of big 10 teams either. But I feel like if it feels like I'm on the fence here, I feel like that's a perfect way to, to lead up to this pick. I'm getting plus odds. With one of these teams, like to me, this feels very toss up -y, to your point. Wrong team favored, whatever. It seems 50-50. We're getting good plus odds on Illinois, and that's that's really all that I need to know. Yeah, two wins in the entire month of February for Wisconsin. Six losses. The one you also forgot to mention was at uh, Michigan, which has been uh, yeah. pretty, pretty yeah. bad as well. Um, the other thing that I've been thinking about this with Wisconsin is, is maybe they weren't that good to start with. We were skeptical here that they were that good. They had that really good win at Marquette. And I'm pretty sure at the time we kind of chalked that up to rivalry game, big intense game there. Who knows? But mm -hmm. they had already lost by double digits at Providence uh, on the year. They got beat pretty handily at home by Tennessee in a game that we had Tennessee. They got smoked against Arizona, a game we had Arizona. Um, you know, they, they beat Iowa at home. Not sure if that means a ton. They beat Nebraska at home. Okay. They beat Northwestern at home. That's not bad. Uh, 
they don't really have a lot of great wins on the season at Minnesota is okay. Uh, they did take both games from Michigan state, but I mean, there's really just not a lot to love about what we've seen uh, from this Wisconsin team on, yeah. on the totality of the year. And there's just more bad than good things. Illinois, um, you know, you might argue not playing the toughest competition. I would argue that Wisconsin's probably in the same boat, uh, which goes back to, like you said, uh, plus odds, it, you know, is it, too good to pass up. And it's one of the things that you like to talk about a lot, which is the A grades and the, the larger edges where we like them is we know that if we're off a little bit, we have some wiggle room. And so even if Illinois shouldn't be 63% to win this game, even if it really is only 50, 50% at plus 118 is a good play, right? If you and I could go up to the roulette wheel and do that, we would make that bet over and over. We'd push that button as many times as they let us yep. uh, at, at 50, 50 to get plus 118 because that's a, yep. it's a strong, long-term plans what we're all about here so we're gonna start off with illinois at plus 118 a grade pick but as always remember shop around for the best price possible you can do that with multiple books one of the ones you can do that with is bet us check them out if you have not yet uh cousin jared the last uh you know time we were on the show we had a, a new video mm, mm-hmm that U.S. mentioned gambler's insurance. You know, hey, if you lose money at the end of the month, you get a little bit of it back, right? Who doesn't love something like that? Yeah. Now you get the three free, uh, the three 125% bonuses on your first three deposits. So uh, a lot of ways, extra money uh, over there at BetUS. Check them out if you have not yet. BetUS, America's favorite sportsbook and casino. Live betting and racebook. We're celebrating 30 years with a historic offer. A 125% sign-up bonus on your first three deposits. Plus 10% gambler's insurance. Get started today. BetUS, where the game begins. And that'll take us to another Big Ten game. Iowa and Northwestern again. If you aren't with us yet on Dub Club, there's still time to get in for all the fun that's happening in March. All hockey stuff that we got going on and of course baseball just around the corner here's a sneak peek of what you will get there if you want to pause and kind of soak in all the numbers all the data all the information iowa northwestern uh, northwestern of course is at home uh, they are favored in this game they should be slight favorites both these teams are decent uh, both these teams are okay uh, both of them have had some upsides and some downsides of course iowa on the road is always a little bit scary we are not here to talk about that though instead we are here to talk about the total of course though as a reminder you can get a ton of extra picks all the a grades over on dub club that qr code there in the corner of your screen will get you set up with five dollars off your first month as will the link in the show description but to it now Officially here, Iowa and Northwestern, you can see the traditional slide there. Iowa is really good on offense. Northwestern, pretty good on offense as well. Cousin Jared, we've been cooling a little bit on some of these overs. Uh, you know, it seemed like Baylor is a good example of one that, you know, maybe playing a little bit less. Some of these big 10 teams really a little bit less. So here as of late, um, Iowa and Northwestern are not those two teams. Northwestern plays slow, but it's really good on offense. And Iowa just wants to play fast with everybody. Not really concerned about the location of this game. It's just hard to see this game staying in the 140s. Over 152 offers really good value. Of course, you could land at 150, 151. But the average college basketball game is still, at this point, still around, around 145 points. I don't know how you look at these two teams and think we're going to be anywhere near normal. 
these are two teams that have been great for the overall season long. No reason to stop. Now, A-plus grade on the value. Remember, the A-plus grade does not guarantee success. It is not a lock. There are no such things in sports betting. All we are saying is that the number of 152 increases the probability of success. So we want to put a little bit more on it. It's a little bit more valuable. And if this number was 153 or 154, 155, I'd still play over 155. I just would play it for a little bit less because we're getting an extra few winners in those lower 150s makes this more likely to win. Not 100% though. That said, we do love this one because Joe, tell us more. Anytime you can talk about Boo Booey. I mean, you got to take you a have to. Sure. talk about yeah. Boo Booey. Uh, Northwestern, I think, probably doesn't get enough credit for how good their offense is. And I think that's probably just a byproduct of playing in the Big Ten. There's well, not the – yeah, yeah, their pace and the pace of most of the other teams in the Big Ten. But when you look at some of the faster-paced teams they have played in the, the Big Ten this season, or, or good offenses, either way you want to look at it, um, when they've played Illinois, Nebraska, and Purdue, uh, and they've played um, Nebraska twice, all of those games have gotten to at least 144. None of those teams play as frenetically and as off the wall as Iowa does. And so we're just asking them to do a little bit more than what they've done in those Nebraska games, really. Uh, Purdue game went way over um, this number. So did the Illinois game. Um, so, I, you know, I, I think that they just haven't re really gotten enough credit for how good their offense is. And I think against a team like Iowa, especially Iowa on the road, they're going to get a chance to stretch their legs and really show what they're offense can do uh and yeah i'm like you i think it's this game's gonna have to play out a very specific way for it to end up in the low 140s uh mid 140s i think you're much more likely to get something in the upper 140s or over that that 152 that, that we're talking about here you folks you shouldn't play alternate totals and you shouldn't tease totals from a mathematical standpoint it is a long-term losing proposition i have to say that as that those are the mathematical facts that said, I know people like to do those things. This is a prime candidate for it if you were to do such a thing because, you know, getting this to like 145 or whatever seems really difficult for that to go under. Now, again, you should not do that. I'm not advocating that. I just, I know that some people are going to do what they're going to do no matter what I say. So if that's something you like to do, this yeah. is a great game for that because it would be really weird for this game to land you know, in the low 140s. Uh, Northwestern, 17 and 11 to the over. That's pretty dang good. I was even better at 19 and 10. I do not know how you have these two teams that have combined 36 and 21 to the over at this point of the season, and we're still missing by this much. It just yeah. blows my mind. That doesn't mean this goes over. It just means that's really great value. We're going to go over yeah. 152, A-plus grade on that one. And to an underpick, Cousin Jared, you see at Washington State here. Your kind of basketball yeah. Good defenses, two slow teams. We haven't talked about a lot of these because a lot of the unders that we've been doing in college basketball this season have been weaker teams. These are weaker offenses, which helps us out. But we talk a lot about when you get slower offenses, weaker offenses, the slow sloth-like game kind of begets a slow sloth-like yeah. game from the other yeah. side. Model projects about 121 on average. Under 127 is a B grade pick. This would be A grade if you're at 130. I'd love to have a winner on everything in the 120s. I still think it's worth a shot because this game's going to be likely kind of 61 to 55 is the type of feel of this game. But B grade because we would lose at 128, 129. 
We push at 127, and those are possible, of course. But in reality, we think this is just as likely to be in the one teens as the 120s. Unders are always a little bit scarier because of overtime. We haven't given out a ton of unders on the show, cousin Jerry, but this is one that caught your eye. Tell us why. I on January 11th, when UCLA lost to Utah by almost 50 points. Yeah, that was I yeah, I was thinking, wow, uh UCLA is done. And then they reeled off a, a month in a row where their only loss was to Arizona. Now, you know, were all of those wins like super impressive? I, I wouldn't necessarily say that. A couple but, of them were pretty solid though. Yeah, but especially from where UCLA came from. Like it was pretty dang impressive. Um, but now they've lost three in a row again. And I am just really struggling with like what's real with with UCLA. Um, but the thing that I I know for a fact is real is um, they don't like to give up a lot of points. Like even mm-hmm. if they can't score them themselves, what I know is that they are good at stopping teams from scoring points. And you you look at Washington State on the flip side, they're very much in the same boat. Their defense, uh, partially because of their pace, but their defense has definitely been able to hold their own all season. You see, you know, Washington State's had a really good season, 22-7, and seven, second in the Pac-12. you got to feel good about them making the tournament. UCLA, uh, definitely not feeling good about making the tournament. I think UCLA slows this game down. Washington State's not wanting to go fast anyway. I think UCLA slows this down even further because they know they have to play a very certain specific way to win games. And they're at the point that see, they gotta win, like they've got to win. They don't really have an option. So I think, like you said, this just becomes a snail's pace where every possession is very uh, tactical, very thought out, very precise. Um, and I think that just plays out wonderfully for, for an under. Washington State... Uh, before they lost to USC here, uh, oh no, they beat they beat USC. I guess uh, Washington State was uh, before Arizona State. Before they lost to Arizona State last weekend, was in a tie for first place for the Pac-12, which is just mind blowing because yeah. they were never a team that any of us really thought coming into the season would be up there. We thought Oregon, of course, and they're well coached. We, yeah. we Colorado had all the talent. Of course, they had the injuries and, and UCLA yeah. and USC have both been disappointments, but we all kind of thought Arizona would be the class of the conference and all those teams are up there. But, um, but, you, Washington, USC, yeah. but Washington State could be up there. Was, was surprising. These two teams already played once. Game landed 128. Uh, which went over the number 127 and a half of that one by half a point. It would have gone over this number by one half. That's why it's B grade. Because again, getting back into the upper 120s is not impossible. But in that game, UCLA scored 76, which is unlikely. And that's kind of what they were doing in that little hot streak that they had. They were kind of scoring some points, but for the most part, that's not what they love to do. They held Washington State at home to 52. Uh, Washington State, you know, has a lot of game tape to look at to know what not to do again in that one. Um, Both of these teams have gone under more than they have over. And in UCLA's case, it's not even uh, overly close. You know, Washington State just played a, a USC team that wants to get up and down. I think it'll be a little bit of a different look now playing a UCLA team that's just very opposite of USC with what they want to do. So uh, kind of like you said, if, if we, you know, we got to, we got to slow this pace down. UCLA, I'm not sure where they stand with regards to, uh, I, I'm guessing they have to win uh, the conference tournament to get in. But Washington State, of course, would be eyeing an at-large bid, at, you know, at, you know, if, if, if things go right for them, they're yeah. needing the, every win they can get because they don't quite have the non-conference uh, 
uh, and, and I'm not a bracketology person by any stretch of the imagination, but you know they don't really have the non-conference resume yeah. uh, to, to, to hang uh, their hat on. So they're going to need every win possible uh, at this point. I think they're, they're, they have one good non-conference win being Boise State. Other than that, I'm not seeing it. Their only other non-conference team they played in reality, who's a real team, is Mississippi State, who, who they lost to. Yeah. Um, so yeah, knowing that they've got to win this game, um, you know, slowing it down. They want to slow it down. Usually wants to slow it down. Great. Under is more likely than over. So we like it. Of course, if you can shop around and find this number more at 128, 129, we like it a little bit more just in case it does get up in the upper 120s like last time. But I don't expect the team to put up 76 like, like what happened mm-hmm. last time, which will wrap us back up with another over. And Cousin Jared, I kind of feel like we just need to go back to the Iowa game and just say everything we said there yeah. here. Um you know, Alabama plays with insane pace. They have really good offense. Tennessee's defense is very good, but we've seen time and time again this year, Tennessee has zero problem playing yeah. in a fast pace game. Um, their pace all of a sudden this year, all the way up to number 81, which is just crazy. I never would have thought that coming into the season. We thought this was, yeah. was going to grind it out with their defense. Their offense is playing better. Of course, uh, you know, Jake, Usually on here for a college basketball Saturday, always talks about his boy Dalton Connect there uh, mm-hmm. at Tennessee and, and how he's driving the offense. And the pace is a function partially of when they play a slower team, they'll go a little bit slower. But when they play a fast team, and there's a lot of them in the SEC, they will run up and down the court with them all day long. We saw it against Kentucky. Don't really see why this is any different. Over 169.5, a minus grade. This is the highest number to hang on to the A grade. Some 170s out there, 171s at that point you're talking about B plus grade. But in general, this is more likely to get into the 170s and the 160s. And it's even more likely to get into the 180s than hang too low in the 160s. Uh, Cousin Jared, not one I would tease or alternate total because weirder things can't happen. But Mm -hmm. uh, this is a weirder things can happen where also it wouldn't surprise me if somebody gets to 100 in this game. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, So I don't have much original to say about this game. Like Alabama is in that category with like them, Kentucky, Tulane. uh, There's a team that I'm missing right off the top of my head, like Arizona. Like they just can't. Right state. Yeah, right state. Like they just can't set these totals high enough for for these teams. It's like it's on the cusp of of what statistics and probability can can come up with. Um, That's really all all I have to say on the Alabama side. An interesting uh, factoid, you you mentioned Jake's boy there, uh, Mr. Connect. Uh, He has scored 30 points, at least 30 points, in five conference games at this point. The first four times that happened – they occurred in back-to-back games. So he had back-to-back games of 30 points, back-to-back games of 30 points, and he scored thirty over 30 points the last game. And <laughs> so I think he is due for another big game. And as if, like, you know, a team needed any help scoring points against Alabama, I think when he gets hot, it usually carries over at least one more game. And so I think he has another big game. I think Tennessee puts up lots of points. I think Alabama puts up lots of points. I think this one's going to be just a score fest. I was going to say, I don't, I don't think you're going on a limb too much saying that Tennessee's yeah. best scorer is going to have a good game. I'll yeah. score a bunch of points against Alabama. Uh, yeah. But, uh, Cousin Jared, is this like your first ever subtly recommended same-game parlay? You know, take the over and 
put that with Dalton Connects over. I have no idea anything about that because I don't do same game parlays really. No, but, yeah, that, 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 that's exactly what I'm saying yeah. because like that is what I, I I'm going out on a limb saying that he is going to score a, more than 30 points again. Right. Yeah. Which, there you go. There you go. Like, and that's because that's what he's done this season. But like, a person scoring 30 points against um, you know Alabama, not surprising, right? Right. Right. Of course. Um, Alabama, twenty-one and seven to the over this year. I, I, I just I don't know what we're doing, yeah. what the books are doing, what the sharps are doing, what the markets doing. Whoever's, it doesn't really make a lot of sense why we just yeah. have not figured this out yet with Alabama. It doesn't mean they've gone over every time. Of course, it just means for the most part we're loving it. We're making a lot of money off it. Tennessee sixteen eleven and one. So so Tennessee's gone over a lot as well. Like I said, it's kind of a lather and repeat from what we talked about. Um, with the Iowa-Northwestern game, you know, Northwestern goes at a slower pace. Tennessee goes at a slower pace. Obviously, we're talking about 17 points more here. So so <laughs> Tennessee's pace is a lot faster uh, than Northwestern's. So this is not a situation where, uh, you know, it's it's one-to-one comparable. But, uh, you know, you have a slower team that's still getting over and a faster team that's getting over playing each other and – you know, the books just, for whatever reason, are, are giving us uh, a, a number that's too low. Again, no guarantees here, but uh, this game could easily land in the, uh, you know, easily in the 170s, 180s, even 190s. Uh, would not be overly surprising. Um, that is our show here. Of course, more picks on Dub Club, uh, more A-grade picks, plays of the day, uh, all sorts of uh, goodies over there. Cousin Jared, uh, back from your video issues there. Do you have any parting words uh, for the people here heading into the weekend? How is it possible that this is like the last big Saturday of college basketball? Like, where did the college basketball season go? Yeah. Like, it's a grind, but then at the same time when it's over, it's like, really? It's over already? It is a little quicker. Uh, you know, it's it's more like four months, you know, whereas baseball, you know, does drag on a little bit longer yeah, for true. us. So, uh, yeah. Uh, last one, last big Saturday. Another solid one. The Saturday after this, uh, we've been mostly not doing Friday college basketball shows because the Friday states have just been really weak. It's been really hard for us to find games, talk about that we really like and want to recommend to people. Uh, hopefully that changes next week with all the conference tournament games. We'll have a whole lot more on our on our options to choose from next Friday. Yeah, and, and who, can, who can we talk to to get that fixed? I mean, why is the Friday college basketball slate so bad? Like, uh, at least have like 20 games. Like, I don't know why we're having like 10 games, but you know, 30, 40. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense because, yeah. uh, and, and there's people on Twitter who talk about this all the time that, uh, you know, rather some of these small schools, and it, it's the mid majors really, like, it doesn't really matter if you're like, no offense, but if you're the MAC or the MIAC or the SWAC or the whatever, right? Like, it doesn't really yeah. matter when you play the OVC, it doesn't really matter. Uh, the Pioneer League, right? Or the Summit, right? Some of those, it doesn't really matter when you play those. Yeah. But the the Max and the Sun Belt and the Mountain West and these like second tier A ten right these second tier conferences maybe Conference USA if if a handful of those got together and played Friday and be more interesting and we'd probably watch some of those games well and like instead of on Saturday we all just ignore them because and some of those smaller some of those smaller conferences are still you know like what conferences should be like geographically close to each other. It's not like travel is an issue for a lot of those teams. There's nothing stopping them in my mind from playing like a Friday night game. So uh, whatever. I I think that's, yeah, here we go. Here we are. Uh, Anyway, that's all I got here for you this week. Back next week, 
Uh, best of luck this weekend. Oh, as always, parting words here on the slide. On your way out, check them out if you haven't yet. Some good reminders. Otherwise, again, we'll see y'all next week. Thank you.